Welcome to Being Human, a podcast where we get real about mental health, self-care, and our own experiences, and being human in general. And we're just two humans, Emma and Jenna, getting real about real life and what it means to be human. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're being human while answering with truth. This dun, is dun, dun. our first Q&A. Ooh, 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 ooh. I was on my way home from work and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get some food before I record this podcast. So, you know, uh, went over to Timmy's, not Spawn's. Um, and then, <clears throat> what does not sponsor me? Not sponsored, I was just joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I thought it meant, like, not responsible or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jenna and I are growing our vocabulary today, so. Anyways. Appreach for the growing of our vocab. Yes. Appreach, that's a new one. Appreach. Appreach capiche. Anyways, I got Jenna some Timbits, I got myself a drink, a new drink from Tim Hortons. So thoughtful. Um, and a sandwich, okay? So then I get here, and there's actually, like, a herd of animals swarming me <laughs> as soon as I get here. There is, like, five, five cats. cats. They're all barn cats, guys. We're not crazy cat people, I promise you. Um, I swear to goodness, the biggest dog I've ever seen in my life, it is cow-sized. And would you be surprised if we told you that he ate the Timbits? <laughs> no. All of them. Every um, single one. Anyways. Oh yeah, and a duck. And all of them are trying to get into this drink that I'm drinking. Emma has a duckling sitting on her stomach right now. Yes. Rufus is his name. It's so cute. The cutest thing ever. But anyways, that was pretty overstimulating. I'm, like, trying to get it set up for the podcast, trying to eat a sandwich in my left hand, holding a drink that every <laughs> single animal is trying to yeah. eat of her. Hopefully licked the whipped, the extra whipped cream off of her. I would have to, like, set one thing down and then pick up the other thing, and then I turned around, and then there's, like, a million dogs. Yeah. <laughs> or a million animals trying to drink out of it. A million dogs? Yeah, um, but it was, it felt like one of those, um, like, 1920s film style, like, (laughs) the Stooges. I looked like one of the Stooges. (sighs) Somebody needs to put me through a film history course, but I looked like one of the Stooges. Oh, we did. We took history through film, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I need to go through a second film. We literally took a class called History Through Film, and did you guys hear what Emma just said? Like, (laughs) but it was like interrupted by COVID, so that's fine. Yeah. Um. Uh, So, how has your week been? Has it been wild? Oh yeah, up to no good as always. Um. Yeah, just had a busy work week. How about you? Okay. <laughs> no, hold on. Here we go. Tell me how you really are. Uh, how are you really? Well, as Emma Arnold, as a human, how are you? How am I? Okay, first of all, let's break down that sentence. How am I? What does that even mean? 
How? It's like, how are you? What that doesn't. How do you means... do the R's of you? <laughs> how? More like I feel like how are you feeling is like maybe when... people just stop saying that. Right? How are you doing? But now people just say how are you? <gasps> that is true. That's definitely true. Right? All my opinions are true, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably exactly what happened. People um, get lazy, and now it's like, how are ya? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it laziness. I would call it efficiency. Yeah. But now I'm confused, so. How are you? So the word how means, <laughs> how do you do this? Like, tell me your procedure. R means presently away. You is you. So, tell me, how, what is your procedure of you presently you? <laughs> uh, oh, God. But for real, how are you? Like, how the heck are you? Um, I am a little tired. Yeah. Um, for, like, physicalness, but I'm pretty overall happy. A little stressed. About what? Um, hard to say. Like, just, like... Um, still constantly trying to make a schedule. Mm-hmm. It's just constant struggle for me. Constant. Mm-hmm. So I'm just figuring out my way with that. Right like now. being able to, on a Sunday, create a schedule and be like, this is how my week is going, is just phenomenal. Like when you get to that stage, you're going to love it. But I totally like, understand I... it takes time. Yes. I, like, can plan on a Sunday what my week is going to look like. And then the problem is the week that I planned looks nothing like the week mm-hmm. that I have. Yeah. So that's the... Yeah. And it's also an issue when you plan your day to a T. Like, it's never going to happen that way. Yes. So, um, yeah, you just have to remember not to... Yeah, guys, I started my hourly planner this week. Oh, right. It, it is June go? 28th, the first day of my planner. I had to wait a long month until I started it, and it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. And now it's started, and it's beautiful, and it's lovely. Yes, so... And I'm on time for stuff. Emma's getting distracted by Rufus. <gasps> he's going to sleep! Oh, he's getting all cozy in your hand. Um, guys, this is actually the cutest thing I've ever seen. So, today is our first day doing a, um, like, what would you call it? Like a Q&A? Yeah. Yeah, so usually we kind of just keep talking as we are, but we thought, mm-hmm. let's, let's whip in a little structure here. But right. first I want to get, right. do let's, you want... Let's whip in a little hourly planner today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I really like the idea of having a Q&A because it's like a way to engage everyone else, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, we can talk about our struggles and people can relate to that and engage in that. But I think there's something about um, taking a direct sentence from someone else and really deconstructing it. Yeah, I um, agree. So I think it's going to be good. We have, um, let's see... So over the last few months, I've kind of been compiling all the questions you guys have asked us so that I can make a list. 
We have about seven or eight questions. Oh, your dog looks like a human. Okay, let's kick it off with a banger. What is your biggest dream? Oh my god. One second. <laughs> Maybe it's to like eat this square for the rest of my life. It's so yeah, good. It's so good. Okay. Biggest dream ever is Oakley go away. And you know, it's interesting how easily this comes to me. But I really, really want to make just like a large positive impact on the world. Yeah. That's like my main goal. That's awesome. Yeah. And how in about just you? whatever way it magnifies in. Well, I think like specifically I'm trying to go into um, politics so I can, you know, or like something with law mm -hmm. so I can help make laws that will benefit a lot of people. Yeah. Or maybe work for like the United Nations or something eventually. You would love that. You would like literally oh, yeah. fit in perfectly there. Ugh. Big dreams. Mm -hmm. But I think I think I can do it, guys. You have your whole life to fill those shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest dream, I think, is like doing something to I wanna say something around children. Yeah. I love kids and I love working with them and like I think what I'm leaning towards right now is becoming a um, a person who works with infants who have special needs. That's so, so like amazing. one and a half to four or five year olds. Um, so that's something I'm really leaning towards and I think just like like you said making a positive impact like in my own way in your own way. Mm-hmm. And the connection that you can make with people um, in that field is so special. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're working one-on-one -on -one with people, that's just such a special yeah. connection. Um, like, I don't know what in particular you'd want to be doing, but generally those jobs end up being, like, super close-knit with yeah, I love the people you like work that. with. It just, I've always loved children, like, you might think I'm crazy, but I just love them. Like, I think if I had a gift in this world, it would be working with children. Like, Ooh. like, just some things that I do to help, and I've grown a lot over the last year and a half in that way, but, um, yeah, I love kids, and I think my biggest dream would be to do something that impacts the life, the lives of kids and um, help them in that way. That's so amazing. And I think a big um, aspect of that is like, that's so amazing that you're like, this is my superpower. Like, I know, and I just realized it honestly the other day. That's so awesome. Yeah. And that's something you like that you want to do, like something you feel good at. Mm -hmm. and is fulfilling 
Yeah. So. Yeah, it's exciting. We are going to have amazing lives. So is everybody. Everybody has their special path, and I just think it's so beautiful watching people go down their own paths. Like, for example, politics, not my cup of tea. But the fact that it makes you so passionate is just something that I really admire about you. Oh, thank you. And, like, my older sister wants to be a doula and, like, same thing. She loves babies. Not so much infants as much as babies. So she's pursuing that in her life because she knows she loves it. Like, she's doing something that she loves. Yes. And I think that's so important in your life. It's also... Something about watching people talk about something they are obsessed with is so, like, joy in your heart. Yes, even if you don't, even if you don't get it, (laughs) like, if your boyfriend or your friend is talking about, or your partner or whatever, and they're like, Jenna, oh my gosh, and you're like, oh. I'm not listening to you at all, but I just, this is what you're thinking. <laughs> you're thinking, I'm not listening to you, but look at how you're smiling and look yes. at how happy you are talking about this. Like, I love that. Literally, when anyone talks about anything hockey or math related, that's what happens to me. <laughs> Your brain just goes somewhere else, but you're like looking and nodding. Yeah. Or like, Sometimes people explain the concept of a math thing, but then once you start bringing in the actual numbers, uh, uh, like the perfect ratio or whatever, Miss Fetter went off about that, and I just remember how (laughs) happy she was. She just loved it. Yes. Sorry, I don't know if we have to say the name. No, it probably doesn't matter. Okay. Have you ever had it where you're like, people are explaining something to you, or like, for me, it's... If I'm going babysitting at someone's house, and they're like, okay, uh, so-and-so, blah, 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 do this, do this, and I'm like, looking at them, like, okay, yeah, okay, okay, sounds good, great, great, and then they leave, and I'm like, what did they just tell me? Like, I was so focused on making it seem like I'm really engaged, that I forgot to be engaged. (laughs) That's so relatable. It's so funny, like, it's just like your brain is off, but you're on the outside it looks like you're fully engaged yes something else that happens to me is I have no idea what questions to ask about a task until I start doing the task <laughs> like any job I've had and every single job I've had they're like okay do this and then I go to do it and then I'm like okay but in order to do this I need to know where this this and this is and I had no, even, not a single thought of, yeah, would that happen? Does, has that ever happened Oh, yeah. It's, like, things that you, I was talking to my friend the other day, and it's, like, you can have a plan, but no matter what, as soon as you start, it's gonna change. Like, something is gonna change. Either you're gonna not know where something is, and it'll send you a wall, or, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, things never stay exactly like you're never gonna get done exactly what you think you're gonna you could but like in the real (laughs) world guys if Uh, you have a plan to do something you're likely gonna end up doing five other things if you're like me or nothing or it's something you didn't even imagine like usually that happens when I go to write an English essay or something yeah it's like okay I have the plan 
Actually, I hate this topic. Okay, I'm gonna do this. Yes, one. exactly. I feel like that could be a metaphor of like our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like a few years ago, I had my heart set on being a child therapist. Yes. And it's like what things change, but you're still gonna end up writing a f- awesome essay. Man, right? you know what I feel like lately? This has been like a thought rolling around in my brain. What? I think about why is it so hard for us to just be like, oh yeah, I changed my mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like we are constantly building a brand of ourselves, like, on Instagram that's literally, like, advertising for us. Mm-hmm. Like, we're advertising ourselves, yes. right? Like, on Instagram, like, you want to look good, you want people to to like it you want people to interact it's just so weird it is weird and then it makes me think that like is that one of the reasons why i feel like like even when it comes to like clothing choices as basic as it is like i'm like oh but does this go with like the brand like the aesthetic you know what i mean it's something there's like a fine line between i want to be portrayed this way and I want to be this like, way. <laughs> this way slash advert. You know what I mean? Like, that is such a weird thing. It's so weird. Ugh, yes. I really feel that. Yes. Um, so that was our first <laughs> question. <laughs> Honestly, I think this might be a two-parter. So, sorry about that little tangent. The second folks. part of the first question is... Stop. <laughs> what is your biggest fear? Uh, base fear, this one's harder. Not to sound whiny, but I'm afraid of a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, if you could think of, like, one thing that you absolutely cannot fathom. Okay, one thing that's really, like, a core thing is that I'm going to be stuck in some sort of situation that I can't get out of regarding like my whole life like getting trapped in like money problems or like stuck in a job that I don't really like you know what I mean but not really having a choice about that and just like uh yeah just like a lot of long-term I think fears for me that's really interesting I wasn't expecting that from you. Yeah. Well, I just think, like, stuff like, I am afraid of, like, dying and, like, what's yeah. after death, right? But, um, I have no control over what happens then, so the thing that I have, like, a little bit of control over, I don't want to F up. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, th- I feel like you have... In some ways, you really like to be in control, I think. Yeah. And I think the idea of maybe losing control is something that you're scared of. Totally. Just in general, like in any situation, it could be. Yeah. Um, but what would what would be your biggest fear? Like, heights? <laughs> I am... No, Elevators? I don't even know if that's like a fear. It's more like... Would that be considered a phobia? I don't know. Oh. Uh. 
I honestly don't know. Probably a phobia, but I think that's, like, one of the most natural fears yeah. you could have. <laughs> like, if I'm laying in bed at night, falling asleep, and I actively think of standing at the top of a hundred-story building or the CN Tower, like, my hands will sweat, and I'll, like, jolt, like, you know, when you're, like, feel like you're falling or something, yes. that will happen. I have never gone up the CN Tower, and I never plan on going up the CN Tower. This must have been, like, a core memory as a child. Someone tells you about how tall the CN Tower is, and then you're yeah. like, Guys, oh. my sister hung off of the CN Tower. Like, we are so different in that way. But I think, like, outside of a possible phobia, like, I'm really scared of change, I think. Interesting. Go on. Like, just the idea of my natural routine being disrupted for a long period of time Mm -hmm. is something that I will go great lengths to avoid. (laughs) Like, I'm not looking forward to moving away, but I am at the same time because I know it's going to be so fun and I'm going to love it. Yes. But just the idea of changing my entire routine of daily life, just things like that scare the crap out of me. You know, it kind of feels like when you say, I know I'm going to have a lot of fun, blah, blah. Is that something that you've been like conditioned to say because people... People are like, oh no, you'll have like a great time, don't Maybe. worry about it. Is it so. kind of like a, just like a little defense before you get going mm-hmm. to like soften your real fear that it won't be yes. fun, that it will be scary? I'm really nervous. That's, yeah, that's totally normal, I think. Um, it is scary. I think like you are a natural introvert. Oh, yeah. I am, like, the queen of all introverts that ever existed. (laughs) Like, it's gonna be probably a a big deal. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a a stage. Yeah. A season in your life. Like, you're moving away, too. How are you feeling about that? Um, I'm feeling good. I think I do get a little bit afraid of like making friends and the whole situation with COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Katie is tiptoeing past us right now. Did you see me hey. wave with my foot? <laughs> um so your biggest fear is, you know, the making friends aspect and honestly I'm really trying to work on this schedule thing. So that when I go to university, I can be prepared in that sense. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be all online. <clears throat> it is? The first semester. Yours is for sure? Yeah. And oh. then second semester is all in class. I could see that. It's so <clears throat> subject. I did not know that about Laurier. Yeah. Well, I think, it's a, I think it's especially for first years. I don't know. Mm. Because there's just And so people many. in, like, more English arts stuff, like, people yeah. who have labs and stuff probably have. Yeah, I can see how that's frustrating for you because you took a whole year off because mostly, like, you weren't ready, but also, 
a big part of it was probably because it was online. Yeah. Um, that was actually. <clears throat> However, I am ready to leave the nest. Yeah. It's like symbolic that I have a duckling on my yeah. stomach at the moment. Um, yeah, but I'm excited. Definitely looking forward to the challenges that will inevitably be there. But I'm ready yeah. to face them. How are you feeling? You have roommates and stuff, so. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I know them already. I'm not sure what's going to be online and what's not. But um, honestly, the introvert is me is in like, the introvert in me is like, online, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, the part of me that knows what's best for me is like, in class. In class, in class. And <laughs> me being a neutral person. Um, 50, 50, 50, 50. <laughs> Well, I think so that's... We'll see. I think that's a great opportunity for you to be happy either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could always say, well, is the glass full or half empty? Yeah, it's your decision. But I totally understand the fears of going away and changing routine. Like, Jenna has lived the most serene rural life <laughs> like I've ever seen. <laughs> she like wakes up to the sunrise, there's birds chirping. Huge window. Yep. Cute little cats greet her every morning. She has a house one that sleeps at her feet. Um, what else do you do? Like Jenna as a child would write books for fun. Jenna <laughs> <laughs> like Literally. She's just, you know, so It's going to be a big change. Like, right? that is something, like, I'll still have that part as a part of my life. Like, I always have home to come yes. back to. And so do you, like, but it's just, yeah, change is not a friend of mine. It's a friend of me a little bit. <laughs> um, You know, I think you're probably going to find a lot of people there that are just just like you mm. that you could yes you know my homies yep you guys they're out like, there okay do you guys want to meet uh maximum once a week from three to five p- oh, emma stop <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys get all hyped up for it. yeah so excited it's knitting club <laughs> and we're all gonna write it in our hourly plan day planners. Oh my god. And if we're getting frisky, we might plan for twice a week. Stop. And have half a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Third qu- for second question. Oh my god. Okay. Have you ever compared your success to someone else's? Who hasn't? I know. It's or, like, another part of that question was, um, like, comparing your life stage to so Not stage, but, like, what you've accomplished at your age compared yeah. to other people. Yeah. For example, Jenna's written a book. What a- Stop. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, it's true, but, like, we're just kidding. Um, like, it's just so interesting. Yeah how we equate our worth and I see this quote sometimes but I think it's kind of unrealistic and it's like B 
be so focused on your own lawn that you don't even notice if the grass is greener on the other side, you know what I mean? Just be so focused on you and your own accomplishments mm -hmm. that you don't worry about what others think. And I think, like, well, I'm always going to be seeing, especially with social media, what everybody else is doing, what yeah. amazing thing they're doing that week is. But the, I don't think I really feel a lot of insecurity with other people doing things unless I do the same thing as them and they do better than me. Mm -hmm. That's interesting, yeah. Like, better, quote-unquote. That was a huge thing for me in high school. Yeah. In classes, like, with tests. Right? And, um, like, trying so hard on a test and getting X percent and someone who barely tried got, like, 95 percent. Or not oh. that they barely tried, but just, like, we put the same amount of effort in and I still did worse. Yes. It's and like my brain freezes. Like, mm -hmm. some people don't have parents. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that. Yeah. Uh, 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 but you know what I mean? Like, I just think there's so many different factors that do not affect smartness. And I think at the high school level, even if you are, like, capable of doing things your grades don't necessarily share that because yeah lots of people also cheat in high school it's that's, I a, could, it that's could, the biggest one I can think of is right? high school and like sorry what were you gonna say girl I don't even know at this point okay. we just we just hop back in there so when I also compare my life to other people's something I consistently do is, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I'll look at someone who's maybe 10 years older than me and be like, oh, like, I wish I was at that part of my life. That looks amazing. Like, when I was at somebody's wedding, I was like, oh, I can't wait till I'm out of school and I'm, like, getting married and because that's what I want to do. I'm not saying everybody has to, but, like, I can't wait for that. All my problems will be solved, you know, and then... I'm like, okay, those people who are getting married are probably looking to the people 10 years older than them and being like, oh, I can't wait till our kids are older and we can, it'll be easier to do this stuff and like, yeah. we'll be familiar. And then these people are like, can't wait till 10 years, our kids are out of the house, you know, like yeah, something about comparing your life to older people is just going to waste your life away. And people who are younger than us are like, I can't wait till we're in university, like, we're gonna be adults, and I don't feel like that right now, and I don't, it's almost like I don't allow myself to really appreciate, I'm also scared of people judging me for the age that I am. Oh my gosh, that's so real. I think, as a child, I always wanted to be older so I could be respected by adults and do things that yeah. adults could do. And now that you're respected, do you even feel respected? I do not. I don't think... I think, like, the golden age for respect is, like, 30. But even then, people are like, oh, you're just 30. Uh, yeah. Know? Maybe it's, like, 35. It's know. It's never. It's never. I think it's never. And I There's think... There's always bias, so... Realizing that you 
are going to compare yourself or you can compare yourself no matter what life stage you're at. I'm really working on that because I just like what's the point of living your life if you're just going to wish you were at a different time. Right. Because then it gets to a point where you wish you could go back. Mm-hmm. It's also funny, like, thinking about going through the grades, you know, how you're like, oh my gosh, why did I even wish to be this age? This is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's all different when you get there. Yeah, so. So funny. I think it's always yes. about how can I maximize my life in this moment? Not, oh, it will just be better when you're old when you're older because then yeah. it's not going to be better when you're older you're going to still be in the wish mode or do you ever look back and you're like oh I was an amateur then you know like when I was in grade seven oh I was immature amateur glad that's over oh my god but like it's when I was over. in grade seven I was having a blast like I was loving life yeah totally and I also think that I'm always like I'll look back and I'm like oh my gosh yeah, that's so cringy. Why would I do that? And then you look back again another how many years later and you're like, um, why did I think that I was done being cringy? Yeah, like, like it's just... You are always cringy. I think that's a thing. I think just everything Just let you yourself do. be. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Very... It's... Yes. So yes to the person who asked this question. Yes, that is... So, so normal. You know, I probably compare my life to yours. So, don't even, like, obviously, don't even worry about it. Like, don't even worry I won't about say it that, either. but you are doing great, and you are all doing great, and all we can do is our best. Yeah, and I think it is, like, a normal, like, a thing hardwired in our brain to compare our lives to one another. Um... But, like, back in tribal times, guys, mm -hmm. you would have known all the details about somebody else's life. Yeah. Pretty much. Everything. And nowadays, we just see this, the good stuff. We just see the good. Which is, it's like... Gross. I don't think it's, like, at anyone's fault. It's just what it is. It's just societies today. Yeah. So, we are going to make this a two-parter because we still have a few questions, but I think one to end us off um, on the light side. Your favorite childhood memory that makes you think the world isn't so bad after all? Um, I would like to hear yours first okay. so I can think a little. Honestly, I didn't even think about this. Um, <laughs> favorite childhood memory. I think something that I'm always going to look back to, and it's still happening now, is just where I live is my favorite childhood memory. Like, where I've grown up, the family that I've grown up with, that's always going to be something that I come back to. Like, when I think of my childhood, I think of this place. Aww. That's so amazing. Yeah. And, like, when I'm home, I just feel so safe. Like, the world isn't so bad. But I think it's important for me to remember that I can't be home all the time. And it's just that sense of security that I get from being here is something that I'm always going to value. Yeah. What about you? Um, I don't think there's any one memory that makes me think 
the world isn't so bad after all, but I think it's like a collection of little things and um, there's always things in my life that just spark my essence, like just curiosity and like the feeling for some reason of learning a new word and then hearing it like all that week yeah is so exciting it's the me. little things right <laughs> yes. yeah okay quick location change we are now in the field <laughs> um i think this is the most uh outdoorsy i've felt in a while mm-hmm. so we've decided to make this into a two-parter but Thank you all for tuning in for this, and stay tuned for our second part. It's going to be juicy. Hey everyone, thanks for being real with us today. Subscribe for more about life and what it means to be human. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Stay real. Stay human. Stay human.